All right, so uh, last adventure, y'all delivered some mail um, to uh, Bam Furlong uh, to a Mr. Farmer Maggot. And as you arrived, you saw none other than your good friend Bilbo Baggins. Um, who had a little bit of a chuckle. Um, so, uh, you all go to bed after your long journey and you, you, Stay there a couple of days. Let me make sure everybody's endurance is full since you have rested. I believe it is. Uh, yep. Excellent. Making sure I got all that kind of stuff done. All right. Sitting upon a long bench under the eaves of Bam for Long, Farmer Maggot takes a long draw from his pipe and gazes out to a small ruined building on the far side of his west farmlands. Chickens, he says suddenly as he blows out a long line of blue-gray smoke. It is because of my chickens that I have sent my letter, Master Baggins. Any hint of jest fades away as he leans into you and your friends. And to be honest, I'm glad you have not come alone. When I saw that thing that night, blood in its teeth and fire in its eyes, I knew it was something beyond the ken of myself or any other folk in the East Farthing. It was a beast, I tell you, and not some hungry wolf that came up from Dunland starving. This was a black thing as if fur had been burnt like kindling, with nothing natural about it, and it set chills down my spine. No easy task, mind you. But when I heard it growl at me, we locked eyes, and I saw naught but a lust for death in its gaze. It meant to kill more than my chickens in their coop that night. I grabbed a lantern in one hand, you see, and my chopping axe. If it was going to take me, I wasn't going down without a fight. Before I knew what happened, it was on me, crossing the field in a bound and pinning me to the soil, snarling and slavering. Maggot's eyes glaze over in memory, and you see him tremble with the recollection. In a fit, I swung my lantern up and it shattered, pouring oil upon its muzzle. It yelped and screamed as the fire blazed, and it fled into the dark. The last thing I saw before it disappeared towards the Brandywine were those horrible, fiery eyes. He, uh, sets his pipe down on the bench beside him and says, uh, It's still out there. I swear I've seen it beyond the edges of Bam for long on more than one night since then. Those eyes burning into me from the dark. And if it's, and if the stirrings from Buckland are any hint, it is causing no wind of trouble there, too. Master Bilbo, sir, I was hoping that you and your friends here might help me and the Buckland folk put a stop to that foul thing's hunting before it gets a taste for something more than chickens. Do you think you might be able to help me? Absolutely, yeah. That sounds hideous. 
Sounds like uh, a little dangerous for my taste. Well, I don't have much to offer you in payment, I am afraid, but I will promise you room, board, anytime that you're passing through this area, you will always have a place to stay, a bed to sleep in, and food for your belly. Well, can't say I'm adverse to a free meal. Count me in. He uh, looks at the rest and goes, how bad could it be? Former I like clutch my umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll be okay. We've, got, we've gained some skills. We've gotten to do some, uh, learn some new things since we got started on these little adventures. So he uh, nods and suggests that you set out post-haste before the beast gets a taste for something of the hobbit nature, if you catch his drift. Oh. You don't suppose you have some road snacks to go, sir? Uh, yeah, he, he gives you uh, some some road snacks, some food and whatnot. Most excellent. Most excellent. All right. Um, so you all depart that evening. Um, let me share the map. So first thing, uh, you begin to head up the causeway towards the Buckleberry Ferry, since that's where he said, uh, over in Buckland is where um, the trouble and and what um, has started appearing. Ooh, memento. Alright, so as you uh, travel on your way, the, the air feels strangely still. No hobbits are seen relaxing outdoors on their farms in the marsh. No children are found trying to catch fireflies. Right, so about halfway to the ferry, y'all begin to have a feeling, a sense of dread creeping over you, almost as if you think something might be watching you. Um, why doesn't everybody give me an awareness roll, please? What's up, Eraser? Alright, so you, you do get the feeling that something is... 
something is watching you, but you're not able to quite put your your hobbit senses to use and find what exactly it is. So once you uh, are done heading north on the road, you uh, begin to go down a little path towards the Buckleberry Ferry. Uh, you see it there in the distance, um, illuminated by the starlight reflected upon the Brandywine River. At last, the uneasy night stroll reaches its destination. You see, as you turn off the causeway further down the lane, a square floating platform that is the Buckleberry Ferry. With no ferryman tending it at night, you will have to cross on your own. But the water is calm, and the stars are bright. A sigh of release tension is prematurely erupted when you see a pair of red eyes come up from the ditch along the western sides of the causeway. This is what you see. It may have once been a dog or wolf, but its fur is burnt and stiff, the color of cold ashes. Fiery eyes gleam in the night as it prowls towards you, never flinching. Its predatory confidence grows with each step. Never once does it make a sound, not even as its foot falls. Nearly as tall as a hobbit at the shoulder, its silent snarl reveals white fangs stained pink. As if it breaks, as it breaks into a charge towards you. So what do you want to do? Uh, cower behind someone? You want to stand and fight or try to make a swim for it? Um, all I have is a rabbit knife and it has no stats. Um, um so it's uh Yeah, I'm gonna say run as well or swim. Alright, so go ahead and give me athletics rolls as y'all attempt to break out down towards the <laughs> I'm right there with you. It is literally impossible for me to meet that check. Just Not true. Up. You can roll 12 and you automatically succeed. Uh, like, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> it's possible. It's highly unlikely. All right, so everybody as they're running just loses their footing. You're kind of like pushing over each other, trying to get out of the way. Um, You're all trying to trip the slowest one, so they get eight, but it turns out that you are all slow, and you all trip and fall. Um, and you well, all die. <laughs> That's right, all right. Short game, everybody. We'll see you later. Um, all right, so we are going to do some combat. Um, let me pull up the stats for that knife. I also don't have a weapon. Smack it with the umbrella, so it's a club, you have essentially, an right? Umbrella. Open this. Yeah, it's up. not. It's not made in the thing. Neither is mine. Welcome yeah, to my let help. me get that for you, Umamento. And I don't have any uh, stats for a Tukish walking stick. Either. Oh my god! I think um, we can throw right. rocks too, because Bilbo had that built out, but nobody else did for some reason. Uh, more gear cards. Check these real quick. Um, 
There's a dagger, a cudgel, a short sword, a sword, a long sword, a short spear, spear, great spear, axe, club. I'll take a sword. Um, so Esmeralda, what did you have? I have a walking stick. Walking stick. That is probably going to be close to a club, yes. Or a staff if it's there? I mean... Didn't see a staff. Um, so your damage is four. Is how much damage you'll do. Note that real quick. Tooking doesn't do stick. any injury; just does damage. Uh, yeah, I had I. The injury, I think, has something to do with, like, if you roll a shitload of damage or something. I, I haven't gotten that far. Still uh, learning all the different stuffs. All right. Uh, Lobella, what did you have? I had a... You had an umbrella? I have an umbrella, but she's really good with swords, so... I don't know what the umbrella is. We'll call that a club as well. <laughs> I could totally picture you beating it with your umbrella. Does it's that an ex count as a sword? Um, oops. I didn't mean to do that. I was going to count it as a, as a club. I, what's a club? I have axes, bows, spears, and swords. Um, it would fall under. So yeah, she would. Swords, she maybe? would have a sword. Yeah. All right. So hang on. Let me. Okay. All right. So I got you. You now have a sword. Um, Esmeralda, let me just double check at you. Bows and axes. Alright, so a walking stick, we'll call it an axe. Um, I'll just look at this later. Uh, swords. A knife. Um, there you go. I got you fixed up now. We're all good. Now, the very first game we played of this, we had to cross a river, and I believe I had a bow at that point, and I shot an arrow across with a rope on it or something? I think that was just to get us across. Um, okay. But it's not yeah. a possession I would have yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, because according to looking at the character sheets, there actually is no war gear, which is like your weapons, which is kind of odd. Okay. Um, all right. So everybody goes first. Um, I don't really know how to do the initiative on this combat tracker turn order that just resets it. Esmeralda, you are up first. We'll just say that it is already on top of you to attack you. Okay. Um, what do I roll? 
Um, so you would roll your axes. It's on the right-hand side, essentially. Ugh. Um, and if I remember right, you were trying to beat your target number plus its parry score. Uh, so, yep. Um, so here, let's do this. In the combat tracker, so you swing and miss. Uh, Labella, on yours, let's just see if this works right. Um, drag your swords, the plus two dice, and drop it over the burnt beast. And let's see what it does. Like, over the picture? Um, over the, the in the combat tracker. try some different areas to drag it here. So far, nothing. Um, do you have the combat tracker open? Yep, let me, um... I can try it. stream my screen so you can see what I'm doing? No, I'll it's try not it. working. Uh, Alright, that must just be a 5e thing. Um, Alright, so go ahead and just roll your swords then. Um, 16, nice. what's your target number? 16 plus it's parry. So you're looking for an 18. So that is a miss. Uh, Roarmac, you're up. My sword's correct? Yes. And that's going to fail. Miss. I tried targeting it too and it did not work. Okay. Do some wolf attack music. Actually, it does say failure on there. Um, so there's that. Yeah, but I think that's just looking for your target number. Um, Alright, so it... Go ahead, kill him on to, um, who? So Labella, you came the closest to, to almost hitting it. I have I a bend knife. over and get ready to die. Yeah. Bend over, grab your booty. You going down? Um, so twelve to your parry score, which is eighteen. So you, so it jumps and tries to bite at you, and you throw your umbrella up in its jaws and push it off of you. It's not today, good sir. Wow, I'm shocked. <laughs> Alright, um, Esmeralda, you are up next. We can win this! I Somebody roll a 12. A 16, that is going to miss. You gotta roll an 18. Gotta get an 18. Oh, darn. Um, Labella. 18 or a 12. Let's go, boys and girls. Look at oh. there, at 12, oh. Labella, so you hit. You smack it oh. with your umbrella. It counts even if you add them all up? Yeah, the 12 it's is an, an auto automatic success. Oh, I thought you had to roll nope. a 12 on the dice itself. Yeah, you on the D12, you got a 12, which is an automatic success. Oh, I did? Yep. That's what the little rune uh, runic symbol is. The Gandalf oh. rune. 
okay. I thought that was uh 11's bad, 12's good. Okay, okay, okay. And how much damage do you do? Um about 20, I think. Chop it off. Uh just 4, just 4. Just four. Alright. I hit it with my umbrella and be like, back, foul beast. It is so rude to attack us. Learn some manners. Alright, Roramak, you're up. Oh, and that's a miss. And... It is now the Burnt Beast turn, and it's going to try to take another nip out of Labella. Bring it, bitch. 24, that's going to get you as it bites you for five points of damage. Unbring it. <clears throat> so we probably should have brought Bilbo because he's at least five got some moves. Where do I keep track of that again? Uh, so that is going to be under your endurance, yes. You will change your zero to five. Alright, copy that. Uh, Esmeralda swing and a miss. Labella, you're up again. Locked in Mortal Kombat. Oh, and this time, not so much. So what is, is it, does an 11 mean you get punished because it's so bad, or...? It doesn't count at all. Yep, it counts so as the, a zero. the D12 on an 11 means that dice just doesn't count. So you're just going off the D6s, which makes it a whole lot harder. And I missed it. Good lord. Um, let's see here. And you miss. Alright, it is its turn. Um, it rolls a lot more dice than we do. A 13, I'm pretty sure that misses everybody because I forgot to call it out. Um, I'm a 17. So. Yeah, so it, it misses. All right, Esmeralda, you're up again. Swing and a miss. We're essentially fishing for 12s at this point. La Bella. I saw it sit on an 11, you ass. And swing and a miss. Roar Mac. Another swing and a miss. The burnt beast is going to attack. Who's it attacking? Oh. Um, we'll go 1 2 Esmeralda, 3 4 Labella, um, 5 6 is Roar Mac. So it's going after Labella. 16 to your parry score. Do you have an 18? So that's going to miss. Alright, Esmeralda. I get a lower score every single time. <laughs> Eventually, then they'll reset themselves and you'll start exactly. back up top. Uh, Swing and a miss. And Rormac. Look at there, oh success, and for how much damage? Three. Three! All right. All right, the Burnt Beast is going to now jump and try to bite Warmack. 
for a 20. All right, so it bites oh, you for five damage. All right, Esmeralda. Speed rolls. Ooh. Uh, Lobella. All right. This is the most efficient combat I think we've ever had. <laughs> over Roar the years. back. And the burnt beast. So what else? Like in other games, you know how you can like do other stuff besides attack. What else can you do? So you can change. We'll try this. Um, they've got a thing called stances. Like trip, grapple. Intimidate. Um, so they have stance cards. Um, so you can let's see here. Let me pull up your character sheets. Um, so if you see, it's got combat stance on the left hand side, and if you click through them, board will give you plus one dice. Open is no advantage. Um, where you don't have to worry about ranged, close combat, defensive, um, you lose a dice. So if you want to be more aggressive, you can go um, board, and that'll give you an extra dice. But uh, dice attacks at you gain an additional dice. Let's go. Let's do it. Right. Let's go! Everybody ford! Ford the river, get dysentery. Labella, you want to be ford as well? Heck yeah. Alright, uh, change it, it forward or ford like the truck? Uh, forward. Oh, okay, sorry. It's All not right. ford. Um, Esmeralda, alright, you are up. You get one more dice, so roll a d6. Well, hang on, that's what I'm- it, uh, it actually Is gave it him a d12? dip. No, it gave him an additional one, yeah. It gave me an extra. Yeah, oh, so he shit. swings and miss. Uh, Labella. Yeah. Alright. There's extra barks. Is it an extra D12? Um, I just right-clicked when you got I rolled. two 11s. Oh my gosh. That's the... not that bad. What happened there? Let me look at something. Did it add a check mark next to the thing? Um, it added an oh, is that what you well. do? Just add a check mark? No, it's, it shouldn't. No, you, you didn't even need to right click. You basically just double click and it adds the dice. Oh, it already. It looks like he already added the dice for me. How'd you do that? Um, I changed your stance on your combat sheet. Four just adds the dice. So you don't have to do anything extra. So try, uh, try it again there, Lobella. Just, yeah, there you go. Oh, look at there, same numbers. All right, swing and a miss. Uh, Roar Mac. Oh, I see combat stands. Thirteen, swing and a miss. We'll see how the burnt beast does, cause um, with. Alright, so I'm going to try to attack you and see if it gives me an extra dice. Nope, it did not. So a 25 towards Doesn't you, Esmeralda. Need it. 
You take five points of damage to your endurance. To endurance, okay. Yep. Uh, all right, Esmeralda, you are up. Seventeen. What number were no, we looking I for? Need you needed an eighteen. That's right. So close. Uh, Lobella. Oh, so close again. Wow, close. Roar Mac. Let's roll low. All right, so now it's going to jump again at Lobella. A 19. Uh, Lobella, you take five. What's your. Yep, Perry, you take five points of damage. Okay. Esmeralda. This is going to be a short adventure. Oh, my dog just turned on the TV, scared the shit out of me. <laughs> uh, a six, that is a miss, Lobella. Thirteen is a miss. Roarmack. A sixteen. Miss. A miss. Because we need eighteen no matter what, so. Yep. Holy shit, uh, 27 towards you, Rormac. You take five points. Um, Esmeralda. Fourteen, Lobella. At 20, that's gonna hit. Hey, awesome. How much, four? Four. All right, so as you do, it uh, lets loose a yelp. Um, and turns and then begins to run off uh, back the way that it came. Yay, huzzah! Guess we'll follow it? Hell no, what the heck? That's well, that's what we need right. to take up, care of, right? Oh, is that what the guy was talking about? Yeah. Oh, then yeah, let's follow it. Sorry. <laughs> So, as much as I don't want to, we need to take care of that. So give me a, um, as it heads off, give me, what's kind of rolls? Uh, we're going to go with a scan. Uh, Not I, a hunting? Either, yeah, either scan or hunting rolls. All of us or just one person? Um, Whoever wants to try to go after it. I've got a three in hunting. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go after it because, yeah. Can we assist him? Um, Roarmax succeeded. Ian is Never mind. 14, so. Anybody else want to roll? I did not. Well, if you succeeded, that's enough, right? I don't know. That's a good question. DM, is it enough? Un momento, por favor. Alright, so you you see um let me get this window out of my way. Uh where it uh has darted across the road back into the woods. Um also give me um 
Labella, why don't you go ahead and give me a hunting roll as well? Can I do scan? Uh, yes, you can. You can give me a scan, and Roramat, give me a scan as well. Um, so, Labella, as Roramat kind of points out the way that this thing is going, uh, you also see another set of eyes watching Good you. Lord. Um, and it looks to be, so it looks like there might be more than one of these. Um, so do you want to continue to chase this into the woods or hightail it across the water? Well, I need to heal up. I'm hurting pretty bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little beat up and I think we need to find some better weapons. Gosh. That would be great. Or I don't know if it's the weapons part of it that's the problem, though. Um, True. Yeah, we cannot hit patriots. Uh, I think it's the effort. I guess you could say we're just not trying hard enough. Well, we could wait till it's more of a daytime and crack instead of because we're in the middle of the night, right? Uh, yes, it is in the evening right now. We could wait till more of a daytime. I don't yeah, know if I'm going to be able maybe. to make it across the river. Well, that or we have to deal with that other set of eyes you thought you saw. I mean, I'll try to swim, but I'm just letting you guys know, like, I don't think I can swim across that river. What's the situation with the ferry? Can we use that somehow to... Yeah, you can, um... You can... The ferry is actually on your side of the... Riverbank. So yes, you could get on it and go across. To the ferry. Yeah, let's do that. Alright, so you all make it down uh, the shoreline to the ferry. It thoughts of uh, almost like a movie-esque scene of being chased by these things on horses as you make a break for the ferry and at the last minute you jump on it and it moves across the water. Um, one second here. So you uh, cross the Brandywine and arrive in Buckland and head towards Brandy Hall, um, the main establishment there within uh, Buckland. Um, you are approached by one of the watchmen's uh, carrying a lantern, his other hand resting on the pommel of a sheathed short sword. Um, he says, stop. What uh, What are you doing on these dreadful nights? Well, we are attacked by this burnt wolf creature. It's quite, quite a uh, hazard. Oh, oh I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry there, uh, Rory. Uh, it's good to see uh, a fellow Brandybuck here. There's no need to explain yourself. Please, please come, come, come to the to the town hall, and we'll uh, we'll get some food in you, and you can rest. Yes, yes, we we are quite injured, as you can see as well. Kind of holds up the parts where he got bit. Uh, lead the good way, fellow Brandybuck. So Braddock the Watchman leads you up the road and to the main entrance of the Grand Hobbit Hole that is Brandy Hall. Much to your surprise, given the time of night, you see none other than the Master of Buckland, 
Gorbadoc, Brandy Buck himself, I think that's how you pronounce that, um, pacing on the front walk. Pipe clenched in his teeth and leaning on a heavy wooden cudgel, he looks up at the light of Braddock's lantern and smiles. Good to see you, my lads and lassies. So he uh, motions you all to to come inside and and have some late night vittles on the house, of course, and and uh, catch some rest and heal up. It looks like you've got a little bit of a uh, injuries going on. I'm sorry, who has a lot of in injuries? I have Maybe. 10 damage. Yeah, same. Damn. Can I apply some healing to her in some manner? I do have a role for that. Um, so they can heal. Um, but give me one second and see how much they recover real quick. Um, and you're right, you do have a healing roll, so give me one second. Combat, um, engagements, endurance loss, um... Close wounds. Um, player here is recovered from their injuries between adventures or in a week. They are allowed to reduce the severity of their wound with a healing roll. On a successful roll, they reduce time required to recover by one day plus one day for each. Each hero may be administered a successful healing roll only once. Um, it does not say how much they heal, though. So you all sleep and you all uh, recover all your endurance. How about that? Woohoo! Thank you. Uh, give me one second here. There we go. Here's some hobbity music. Um, so once y'all are inside and resting, um, the um, mayor brings up the obviously the trouble that y'all come across the the wolf um, that the beast has been prowling uh, about Buckland as well, and it. He's sad to hear that it seems to have crossed the Brandywine as well. Um, he just, he doesn't see how one beast alone could be causing all this kind of havoc. To, to be causing issue in Buckland and then almost at the same time harassing Farmer Maggot as well. That's because there's more than one. We, we saw the eyes of more than one creature at least. We fought one off and then we saw another... One with much the same eyes in the forest, so 
and with that he kind of you hear everybody in the the tavern kind of gasp at this at this uh revelation that there there's not just one wolf about there's two oh my god or more so with, with that you hear a thud as as some random hobbit in the background just passes out from the the overdramatic possibility of more than two of these things roaming about but he asks so what exactly were y'all doing out here trying to take care of the creature for the farmer the farmer maggot you say yes well it's he got us involved and wanted us to help him out we chose to do so well, I mean, it's none of my business to tell you all respectable hobbits what to do, but you definitely want to be careful if you're going about poking your nose on other people's business. Well, we're not poking. We were asked to assist. Uh, not so much poking a nose. We're helping a, a fellow out. Can you forgive me if I misspoke a little bit? The hour is late. So, but rest, rest, please, um, and recover yourselves, and and then we will uh, revisit this situation in the morning, if you will. Sure. All right. So you all uh, go upstairs, go to bed. Um, about an hour before dawn, you're suddenly woken up. I'm um, and uh, there's word of another attack. Um, and they're like urging you to hurry and come downstairs. Uh, these people, they tell us to mind our own business and then they need more help. <laughs> Can't they make up their minds? So you make your way downstairs and you hear that uh, none other than Rolo Boffin himself came running all the way from Crick Hollow. Uh, screaming that they had seen the beast again, and this time it had been snarling at the very window of his hole itself. Um, so you all see Rolo sitting there, his hands shaking, and he's kind of holding a cup of tea as he's he's sipping it. Um, he s describes. Uh, the beast with burnt black and red fiery eyes stalking back and forth near the edge of his property. He he panicked and ran and fled as fast as he could until he reached Brandy Hall. And he begs y'all to please take care of this for him. Oh. We would appreciate more assistance in this matter. Or... Some better tools to fight the creature. All I have is this small little knife. So, um, Gorbadak, uh, you kind of hear him walk through the doorway and he's like, well, I would love to offer some assistance, but with everything going on, I think it best to keep the watchmen here. Um, I will be more than happy to provide you, uh, Mr. Brandybuck with a, a sword, if you would like. I believe it does... Other than this. It does one more point of damage, I believe. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. And I need a bow. And some arrows. So he nods and accommodates you with a, a bow. 
Lobella, is there anything you might need? I'll take a machine gun. <laughs> um, I believe those are called bows. Uh, then I'll just stick with my umbrella. Unless you have something that does more damage than the umbrella. That is also a sword. You gave me a sword. Mine does four. How much does yours do? Four. Yeah. The short sword does four. Yeah. I've got your bow built out. Um, let's see here. So the stance cards, if you do rearward, um, for each player hero in rearward, there must be you want forward. at least two other adventurers in close combat stance and Enemies can't, uh, blah, blah, blah. Only attack a rear attack. with... Yeah, you go into... So, um, whoever has the bow would go into rearward and stay in the back and pew-pew at stuff. What does it do for you? Uh, it just... it's You can't go into close combat and rear stance. Basically, it's saying you're switching in rear stance. You've got your bow equipped. When you go into close or forward, you've got your sword equipped. Okay, so you don't get the extra die. Gotcha. Um, blah, Christ, Crick Holler, blah, 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 blah. All right, so, um, they all, um, Thank you very much for your assistance. Um, those of you who got your weapons, you they look to be a fine hobbit make. And then before you know it, you're shoved out the door and then on your way. Well. We're gonna die, boys and girls. Off again. I wouldn't say that. Let's stay close together. Hold me closer, Tiny Dancer. And uh, find some good little music here. Here we go. Nice little Tweety Birds and all that kind of good stuff. Happy! Alright, so you all head towards Crick Hollow. Um, everybody go ahead and give me um, scan rolls, please. Alright, so Esmeralda and Roramac. Um, so everybody kind of looks around the property a little bit. Uh, you see signs of disturbance, trampled flowers, um, bark ripped off of trees of this by animal claws. Uh, you see some carcasses of dead rabbits. And then you see um, what looks to be great gouges of claw marks on the back of his door as if the beast itself were trying to get in. Um, Esmeralda and Roarmac. Um you all discover 
um, a small trail that leads towards the eastern end. Um, how does it show a 10, but you got a 12? I think because the 12, it counts as an automatic success, but the highest you can possibly roll is a 10. On a D12. On a D12, yeah. Since the 11 counts as a zero and the 12 is an automatic success, I think the 10 is the highest oh, that you can roll. Yeah, I guess. I can see that. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, let's see here. So, Rorimac and um, Esmeralda, you spot a, small tr spot a small trail leading towards the eastern end of the property that appears to dip and run to the very high hay itself. Uh, you get near it, and you get the uncanny feeling that something is watching you. Something's watching us. I know you're out there. I don't know why, <laughs> but it feels uncanny. I'm going to knock an arrow. Well, I'll bow. look around. And suddenly, it jumps out at you. It's a trap. Um, and it's an attack by the wolf again. Um, so who... Yay, I see combat stances changing. Alright, we will jump to Rormac. You're up close. Swing, and that's uh -huh. gonna be a miss. Esmeralda with a... coming in the back with a bow. Looses an arrow. And scores a hit. And how much damage does the bow do? Three. Three. And with that, it lets loose a yelp and then turns and runs. Um, down a long, narrow path towards the end of the property and then disappears. All right, you do. You uh, see so you. Uh, let me reset the initiative like here. Yeah. So Roar Max, like, let's go, and you all head down the path from Crick Hollow to the High Hay. It um, eventually you come to a path through the hedges where it looks like a gate separating the um, Buckland from. The old forest uh, has been bent and twisted and almost ripped off its hinges. Um, hunting, go ahead and give me a. Everybody, give me a scan roll, please. Um, fail, fail, fail. All right, everybody, give me a hunting roll as well. We'll figure this out one way or the other. All right, thank goodness. Um, so, Rormac, you uh, you see some tufts of black fur caught in the hinge, clearly indicating that the beast has come this direction. It's come this way. This beast has mighty strength. Right. Do you all head into the old forest? Yep. Let's go. 
Let's do it. The Old Forest. Countless tales are told from Buckland to the White Downs about the strange affairs of this untamed wild. To your surprise, the forest itself does not immediately leap out and attack you as you step past the bent iron gates and fully into the woods. Instead, a thin collection of trees bent and gnarled surrounds you, just out of reach, their full branches not quite touching you. A wide path barely visible from the gate runs east and slightly to the north over a low rise where you see a break in the trees. After a brief walk through the moss-covered trees growing in countless shapes and sizes, you come to a wide, bare space where no trees grow. It forms a wide circle and the sun reaches down, unobscured by the thick canopy of reaching branches and wide leaves. Beyond this, the old forest thick and free, or grows thick and free. Trees gnarled and twisted with great roots sticking up from the ground and dipping back down again grow freely, and there is little in the way of a path as the ground continues to slow ascent, and the sense that you are an unwanted visitor and are being watched grows in your mind. In this wild and twisted place, it is clear that the burnt beast will have the advantage, and your hunt will be most difficult. Um, let's see here. Do, 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 do. So we, um, who of y'all would like to be the scout? The scout will be making explore rolls. Um, I have zero dice nothing. to throw at that. Yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing. Which is awesome because my character is supposed to be a hunter. So yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead. I, I don't care. Let's go. Wait, that's uh, well, hang on. Let me. So, okay, we only have three people. So we are. We're not going to worry about the scout. We're just going to go with the hunting rolls. Um. Normally, what we do is the scout is going to make explore rolls to try to lead you through the forest, and then the hunters um, need to accumulate three successful hunting rolls. Um. So let's just do some hunting rolls, uh, please. Success and a failure. All right. All right, so y'all eventually find... Um, the Burnt Beast, which is prowling near the banks of the Withwindle. And it says to go to part four. Let's go to part four. Can we and drive it into the water? The thick woodland opens ever so slightly to reveal a great thorn thicket that is impossibly large and twisted. From under the string strangling vines, you see a familiar pair of burning eyes as the Burnt Beast slithers forth from the darkness. An instant later, a chill runs down your spine as a second pair of eyes appear in the darkness. Only a moment before, another of these hurried, horrid creatures come forth, intent on devouring you and your friends. It is not one of these shadowed predators prowling the old forest, but a fierce mated pair. 
that has been cornered and driven to defend their bramble-ridden thorn hedge. They've taken his home. Throw that guy up there. Um, they leap forward, preparing to finish you and your friends off now that there are no people of the Shire to hear your screams. Looks like you're in space or something. <laughs> I'm glad somebody got that reference. Let an arrow fly. If a hobbit dies in the woods, does it make a sound? <laughs> Alright, Esmeralda, so you've got Beast 1, who is a little bit damaged because that's who you shot um, right before it ran into the woods, or it Beast 2. It completely from the last fight, too? Son of a bitch. You loose an arrow um, at Burnt Beast 1 and it misses. Yes. Labella, um, you want Beast 1 or Beast 2? Which one's more injured? Uh, Beast 1. Uh, beast one, please. All right. That's gonna miss. Rormac. Beast one. Uh, that's gonna him. miss. Uh, you gotta it's get a an twelve. Eight. Oh, it is a twelve. Yeah, it's a success. Yeah. And how much? Four damage. Four damage. Slice right. it with the short sword. Ha! Nice work. Right, one second here. All right. Um. So Beast One's gonna take a a lunge at Roarmac. Since you did just bite it or smack it, that's yes, gonna I, miss. I bit it. <laughs> it might do more damage than my sword. This guy here is going to bite at you as well there, Roar Mac. 18. That's a hit. All right, for five... Yep, five points of damage. All right, Esmeralda. Assuming you're shooting at Beast 1. Yep. And that is a miss. All right, to Lobella. Same, Beast 1. That is a miss. Alright, Rorimac. 21, that's another hit. Nice. For one. Tearing him up. Alright, Beast One's gonna go with you again. Seventeen, that's a miss. Just does it. Oh, is that your parry? That is my parry. Okay, yeah, so five more. And that's going to miss you. Right, Esmeralda. Oh, uh, six, uh, that 11. is a miss. Yeah, the, the 11, that would have helped you if you could do with that. All right, Labella. Beast one again. It's a miss, Rormac. That's <gasps> a miss. Alright, Burnt Beast 1's gonna go. This time it's gonna go at Labella. Do we get spells? You do not. It's this low magic setting. There's like, what, four wizards that can actually cast anything? This is it. And then like a Roar few Mac. elves, and that's it. Holy shit, a 30 at Roar Mac. I'm assuming that hits. Just say no. <laughs> For five more points of damage. 
That He's legally obligated me. to listen to you. That almost hits me twice. And you're hitting Rormac, you said? Yes. Are there uh. crits? Um, you can spend certain dice to do certain bonus things. Um, but, however, breaking through your fear and weariness, you hear a strange voice rise, and the black beast draw back from you, looking towards the sound. Dancing as through a spring festival, you see a wanderer merely skipping about in yellow boots, taller than a hobbit, not as tall as a man. His face sports a careful smile, and he sweeps off his great floppy hat with a bow to you, and then again to the two beasts. Rising again, replacing his hat and straightening his blue jacket, he speaks in a kind, song-soothing rhyme. Hey ho, silly ho, tramp across the forest. Little creatures underfoot, black dogs are the sorest. Go now, silly dogs, cast away your ire. Hobbits only hope to help. Come now, little dogs, no need to be so dire. And They're gonna eat us. <laughs> so he uh, he Why prances he prances over to y'all and uh, the two beasts break off their attack and flee from their presence, disappearing into the woods. Um, he begins to sing a brief rhyme and then merrily birds or bids y'all <laughs> birds um fuck i lost my train of thought uh so he motions for y'all to follow him to his house for refreshments and recover if you would be so kind most definitely well i could use a bit of a break i've been ravished quite readily and not in a fashion i would care for So Rormac will did we follow. Solve the problem? All we did was just scare him away. Um, un momento. Well, this guy just saved our butt, you know, following. We totally had him. <laughs> they were on the ropes, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm 15 out of 26 right now. We're totally on the ropes. All right, so... Do we know who this guy is? Like, what our characters know? Uh, they probably don't at all. It's they might have heard of somebody lives um, in the woods, but... So, yeah, I would say... Let's see here. There is... A role that y'all can do. Um, that is that one. Do, do, do. Uh, give me a lore role, please. Yeah. You do not know who this gentleman is, other than the fact that he just saved your biscuits. Um, I will say, I will say this. Um, the song that he sang to soothe the beast, you probably will want to make a note of that. Um... So, back at his house, um... Tom reveals what he knows about the true nature of the burnt beast, that they were once hounds owned by the Lord or by a Lord of men. Um, let me bump this volume down a little bit. Thank you.
There we go. Um, that um, long ago they resided in a tower of stone which rose among the hills, now known as the dreadful place of the Barrow Downs, beyond the old forest. Um, in a time of terrible war, the Lord perished among the flames and his faithful hounds with him. Uh, when evil spirits descended upon the Barrow Downs many years later, the hounds returned as dark reflections of what they once were. Um, they are now terrible creatures, but they are not entirely evil. Uh, Tom suspects that something of their faithful nature remains, um, as they rarely attempt to kill. <laughs> um, unless your name is Rory Mac, of course. Um... So Tom explains that you might actually be able to soothe them and give them peace and release them from their curse if you would be brave enough. And it is huh. rather easy to do. Um, he says what you need to do is give them names. And that will restore the loyalty in their hearts and release them from their curse. Well, that sounds a bit easier. Do they have to accept the name or can we just name them? So he says that they, any names will do. However, you must soothe them three times by singing the song that I sung. Oh, no. That shouldn't be too hard. We can do that. Out of character, does that also require a roll of some sort as well? So it will. So I see a song roll. It will require a song roll. Um, oh I was going to say, are we just going to sing the words or do we got a roll too? So you will need to do both. So <laughs> if we sing it really well, do we get extra nice. dice? So here's uh, here's the way it has to happen. Um, <laughs> some people are going to have to hold the the hounds off while one person um, does the rolling. I have, I have two, two in, in song. song. So yeah. no check. I have no, two. No check. check. So it looks like everybody's the same then. I don't really want to be in the front trying to hold them off. I'm kind of hurt. Yeah, you might need to be our singer. I can shoot, shoot him with a bow and arrow. Do you really trust me to roll is the real question. Oh, Do I trust you to sing? Yes. No. <laughs> Gotta sing well, buddy. Me, 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 me. So what you... What you could do, uh, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Um, so, um, Rory Mac, you're able to rest overnight. Um, Tom says, y'all spend the night there, head out fresh in the morning. Um, so you will get your full hit points back there, Rory Mac. Um, I'll gladly stand in the front then. Let's see here. So he, Tom says, uh, when y'all wake up in the morning, 
Um, he is not there. Uh, his wife, though, um, introduces herself as Goldberry and says that Tom has gone out to collect the lilies for his wife. Um, but you can find the burnt beast um, prowling around their lair um, where you last encountered them. So is that where, oh, all, that where you all head to? We appreciate it. We will make haste and try and deal with these poor creatures' curse. Excellent, excellent. Thank you for the hospitality. She uh, she nods and wishes you all safe journeys. Do you have traveling snacks? <laughs> <laughs> she uh, motions to your bag and they are already there. Oh, indicating that they went into polite. your they went into your shit while you were sleeping and put them there for you. A little hey, weird. If they're putting right. food in there, I'm actually okay with it. <laughs> All right, so you all head out, and you very quickly find the lair of the wolves, or the burnt beast. Um, let me re-roll comment. All right, so who... You got two beasts, or two of you going to engage them, and one person sing, or how, how do y'all want to do this? Two engage, one sing. Yeah, that sounds good. It's... Yeah. Nothing. I'm going to go defensive for it, though. All right, I so that means... Engage, but I'm going to go defensive. That means they'll lose a D6 against you. Um, so I'll... Because I'm not going to attack. I'm just going to try and keep their attention. All right. Um, who else is of... going to engage? Oh. I'll engage. All right. Are you going to go defensive as well, Lobella? Sure. All right. Can I sing and shoot arrows? Uh, you cannot. But, but you don't want. We don't want to kill them. We, we're trying to soothe them and then and yeah, keep them calm. Why would you want to damage them? That's. Um, hmm. Yeah, you don't want to. All right. So let's see here. Let me try to. There's like no real initiative numbers. I can't really, uh, whatever. Anyways, all right, so... LaBella, you are up first. Are you are you going to try to smack them, or are you just going to take their take their blows? Uh, in defensive stance, do I take less damage, I'm assuming? Or they roll um, less dice. Yeah, they get a less dice. Yeah, I'll uh, just do that then. All right. Um, your attack rolls lose one dice for each opponent engaging you. All close combats attacked you lose one dice. Okay. Um, so we're at Esmeralda, uh, so give me a song roll, please. Automatic success. I don't hear the words, though. I All right, yep, go, go ahead and give us the words hey there. Hey-ho, silly-ho, tramp across the forest, little creatures underfoot, black dogs are the sorest. Go now, silly dogs, cast away your ire, hobbits only hope to help. Come now, little dogs. No need to be so dire. Very good. All right. That was awesome. It, it was awesome. <laughs> Roar Mac, you're on defensive uh, as well. Yep. Yeah, I'm just going to try and keep their attention on me. All right. So the first one is going to go at Lobella. And I will minus the highest dice, which is a six. Uh, so that's a 19 towards you, Lobella. It hits. All right. So five points of damage. 
And then beast number two is going to go at Roarmac. That's going to be minus a five. So 21. That's a hit. All right, so five to you. All right. Uh, Labella, you're going to stay in your defensive stance? Yep, still just chilling. All right, Esmeralda, give us another song roll. All right, let's hear it again. Hang on, let me pull up my notes. Do the, <laughs> do the remix. Oh. Hey ho, silly ho, tramp across the forest. Little creatures underfoot, black dogs are the sorest. Go now, silly dogs, cast away your ire. Hobbits only hope to help. Come now, little dog, no need to be so dire. All right, Roarmack, you got to just stay in defensive stance? Yep, just sitting there trying to keep them off Esmeralda. All right, so one's going to go after Labella. Um, 21 minus 5, that's going to, what is that? That's a 16. That's a miss. All right. Number two is going to go after Roarmack. Um, that's a 14. That's a miss. All right. We're at Labella, who's staying defensively. All right. Esmeralda. Automatic success. All right. Let's hear it one more time. Hey, ho, silly ho. Tramp across the forest. <laughs> Little creatures underfoot. Black dogs are the sorest. Go now, silly dogs. Cast away your ire. Hobbits only hope to help. Come now, little dogs. No need to be so dire. And then uh, the last thing that's uh, missing. Come here, Crispy. Come here, Fussy. Was that Fussy? Is that what I heard? Yeah. Fussy and Crispy. Don't, don't, don't let him name animals. Fido was taken. All right. So as you uh, finish that last song and call out their names, you see their demeanor kind of change um, a little bit. Um, their eyes change from red and green to uh, like a normal gentle color of a, of a dog. Um, they both uh, begin panting and then... Uh, duck off into the old forest and disappear out of sight. I say, Esmeralda, that was a uh, good show. Good show. Fine job. Nice voice. I'm going to grab my friends and give them I almost wanted to be a hugs. dog. <laughs> so you could be serenaded to? Yeah. All right, so uh, you all make your way out of the old forest back towards the Shire. Um, the woods almost seem to be helping you. Um, your path is, path is easy, not as, uh, weary as it was before. Um, almost as if the forest is happy for, for what you did. Um, you get back into Buckland and you're given a warm welcome by, uh, by Gorbadoc and the other, uh, 
hobbits there in Buckland. Uh, you stay the night, eat some fine foods. Everybody recovers their spent um, endurance. Um, you rest the night, you cross the Brandywine, and head back into the marsh. You arrive at Maggot's house just in time for dinner and find the farmer intent on rebuilding his chicken coop. As you greet Maggot, to your surprise and amazement, one of the cursed dogs appear out of nowhere and begins to run at Mark at Maggot, barking merrily. At first, the farmer is a bit fearful, but the dogs tackle him and begin to lick him and play with him. Slowly, Maggot's demeanor changes, and he begins to pet and play with them. In time, Maggot gently brings them to heal and calls you to join him for dinner. As you sit at the dinner table, Maggot asks if these fine beasts have names. You recount what happened in the old forest, and as you do, you realize that the friendliness of the two dogs towards Maggot must be a sort of gift from Tom. Could it be that they actually know each other? And that is where the story ends. So what would have happened if we killed one of the dogs? Um, it uh, So the dogs, if you kill one, they arise the next day anew. Ah, uh, okay. That's a good way to do that. And what I thought was kind of neat, if you remember anything from the movies and the books, uh, Farmer Maggot has two dogs, um, Bang, and damn if I can't remember the other one. Who's Farmer Maggot? Um, They steal from him. Yeah, in the movies, they're stealing his shit from him. Yeah, that's Farmer Maggot. Um, so yeah, so if y'all want, and everybody that's watching a chat right now, if you go to chat or in the Discord, I've got a link to the giveaway. It's free to enter, and then we'll be given in 30 days, I'll give away a copy of this. Uh, so give me one second, let me wrap all the stream and crap up. Alright everybody, so thanks for stopping in, I appreciate it. Uh, hope you like what you saw. That was the conclusion of the starter box of the One Ring 2nd Edition by Free League Publishing. Um, so we got some stuff to do off stream uh, to get ready. And we'll be starting our Out of the Abyss D&D 5th Edition campaign next Sunday at 7 o'clock. Um, we'll be joined by Engorgio. We're excited about that. Uh, it'll be our first, like, true 5th edition campaign in several years. Um, so follow all the social medias if you haven't done so already. Check out the contest. Join our Discord server. All that kind of good jazz. And we'll see everybody later.